0: What up, HyperChange? Welcome to another episode. Today, we're talking about Tesla's Q3 2020 delivery numbers. They are hot off the press. I'm going to give you my two cents. Let's just jump into it. These are the numbers. This is my favorite, you know, mini Super Bowl every quarter. We get to know how many cars Tesla delivered, produced. From there, I'm going to backtrack, figure out what the financial implications of that are. But this was an absolutely you know, I, I'm almost getting tired of saying how dope the quarter was and how much Tesla dominated have a savage quarter, but I—that that is just what happened. Like, I'm just, just—I'm, you know what I mean? You can decide for yourself. Uh, Tesla posts deliveries of 139,000 units. They produced 145,000 vehicles. Those are both records for the company. That's right. World's falling apart. You know, everybody says Tesla's screwed. The auto industry is in massive contra- contraction, yet Tesla is posting records in terms of production deliveries. There's still only 13% of SNX subject to lease accounting, only 7% of Model 3 and Y, not even relying on leasing to have these sales. Most of them are outright. I mean, this is an incredible sign of just huge demand continuing for Tesla, the evidence that their products are literally the best in the market. And Sam Kors has this amazing tweet, just to sum it up for you guys, Uh One of these is not like the other. I love, it just cracks me up. And it's like, you know, literally everyone is shrinking and Tesla is able to defy the auto industry's contraction and grow here. This is incredible. And so, uh production of 16 or 17,000 SNX, deliveries of 15,000. This was actually up sequentially, a big surprise for me. Model SNX are more profitable than the other vehicles, higher margins, so to see those tick back up despite no new product introductions was a real bright spot. And then Model 3 and Y, record production, record deliveries. I mean, these are the cash cows. Um and this has huge implications to turn the financials, but I just want to show you the visuals of the charts here. Um you can see this is what we had heading into the quarter, Tesla. Um, have about 90, 91,000 deliveries last quarter, but they were shut down for a huge chunk of the quarter due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Now they come in with this 139,000 delivery quarter. As you can see, massive record. And you can totally see the slope of the chart, just like this explosive curve. I mean, this is where Tesla's getting into the, the stage of, you know, a million cars a year is 250K per quarter. It You know, we're not that far away here. Um, and this was 43% year over year growth from Q3 last year. They got the bump of, you know, that now the Model Y is rolling, now the China factory is rolling. Uh, but even despite all of that, I mean, this organic growth of 43% for a company that does not do any marketing when its entire, you know, sector is contracting is, I mean, this is the data that shows they're standing out. They're the only company that's going to dominate and actually succeed and improving and growing stronger throughout this crisis, not weakening. Um, and this is the evidence. In terms of annual vehicle deliveries, I'm still expecting them uh, in Q4 to post about 180,000 deliveries. And if you do the math, that adds them up to 499,000 pretty much um, on the dot, which is right next to their original guidance of 500,000 to start the year. So it looks like Tesla, according to my estimates, is still on track to hit right around 500,000 units. It's going to come down to the wire. Um, but they're still on track to hit that pre-COVID guidance, which is uh, frankly just unbelievable progress um, for the company. And now let's dive into the financial implications of this. I always uh, put this spreadsheet, I'll put a link um, in the description below if you wanna check it out, but this is the Google Doc that I use to uh, estimate based on average revenue per car, how how much revenue, and profit Tesla has uh, based on their vehicle deliveries. So welcome to the world of hypercharts. I wanted to show you to visualize this. Here are the deliveries that Tesla posted. Um, We've actually estimated Model Y here at about 34,000 for the quarter, 90,000 Model 3. These are just estimates. Tesla actually does not break out Model 3 and Y. Um, but we're trying to estimate it here. Um, I think we, I don't know, this seems pretty accurate to me. Um, And remember, a lot of this is you might be like, well, Tesla's only selling the Model Y. Why is the Model 3 so much bigger? A lot of that's because that China factory that's pumping out so much of this growth um, is really only making Model 3s right now. And so now we can see, tying you know, from that Google Doc, how this evolves, actually, let's toggle my estimates here, Um, how this evolves into the financials and this is, you know, of course, record uh, deliveries. They're selling record cars. They're so going to have record revenue. It looks like Tesla's on, on pace to generate about $8.32 billion in revenue this quarter per my estimates. And I think I was a little bit cautious with my gross margin. But even with my cautious gross margin, I had a record gross profit of $1.623 billion. In terms of operating income, I thought we were looking at a record of $568 million. Uh, based on the numbers that I plugged in my spreadsheet. You can plug in yourself, change the estimates and figure out what you get. But uh, it, by all intents and purposes, this is going to be Tesla's fifth profitable quarter in a row. It looks like they have a chance at record profitability. And a key thing to note here is I've only assumed 100 million of regulatory credit revenue down from like 450 million last quarter. I think reading in between the lines on some of their commentary, that credits uh, that revenue is going to shrink. So you have a gross profit, that credit revenue going down that's going to be more than offset by increasing gross profit in the core automotive business this is the analysis no skeptic is going to tell you but the bottom line is that the real reason tesla's making money has nothing to do with regulatory credits it's because they're pumping hundreds of thousands of cars off the line and actually making money on them and uh in terms of the cash flow we can scroll down here actually let's stop at gross margin so i have gross margin at 19.5 percent overall from the company to be lower than last quarter i actually think this is totally sandbagging it Um, but operating margin for tesla six or seven percent here i mean this is starting to really uh, evolve in that thesis of way more profitable than any mass market auto company we've ever seen by posting these margins still while they're growing 40 percent. and if we scroll down below you can see you know i wasn't that crazy Uh, conservative i assumed a massive jump in opex that's about a 650 million incremental step up there and you know i'm assuming r d goes from 279 to 340 i'm assuming sgna goes from 661 to 715 so i assumed a big jump in opex and even with that um, i got that 528 million number on operating income just to show you here i mean this is This is huge. I mean, Tesla is is knocking out of the park as extremely profitable company. Remember, just a guess. But I think there's just no way that they don't post a massive profit this quarter minus some unforeseen uh, event. But that is what it is. And then you go to the cash flow numbers here. Uh, Tesla has been able to produce positive free cash flow here four out of the past five quarters. Um, And actually, what is this? six out of the past eight quarters. I think they're going to produce positive cash flow here, but it's not a p- positive free cash flow here, but it's not going to be as crazy as you think, because remember, uh, going back to this deliveries, they produced more cars than they were able to deliver. So whenever you have to think about that as the difference of the cash flow versus the income statement is what, you know, did they deliver more cars than they produce or did they produce more cars than they deliver? That's going to be this weird sort of one-time either bump or headwind to cash flow. And this quarter, it's going to be a headwind because they produce more cars than they delivered. Maybe next quarter it reverses. Um, but this is the bottom line here. Tesla Absolutely knocks it out of the park. Heading into this, I was expecting 133,000 record quarter. They post basically 139, even better of a record quarter than I was expecting. I mean, uh, I'm getting tired of saying that how much they are crushing it, but it is true. Every other auto company is shrinking. Tesla's growing. And now that Battery Day is there, I mean Tesla is is showing us okay how do we get from one hundred thirty nine thousand cars a quarter to like five hundred thousand cars a quarter? That's what Battery Day was about, was showing us the vertically integration technology to do that. And so you know my guess is is this is just a sneak preview of what's to come. We have so many more quarters of just absolutely home run numbers from Tesla. My guess is next quarter could be close to one hundred eighty thousand units if they're already profitable as hell this quarter. I mean that just means profits and cash flow are only going up in the right direction. And this is just assuming that Tesla sells more cars, not even that they're more more profitable per car sold because they get better at building the cars. And on top of that, they're charging more and more for their self-driving package. So that In theory, the profitability per car is going way up as well, not just the amount of cars they're selling. So, I mean, this is all the underlying fundamentals of why Tesla's stock price is soaring. It's not because Robinhood's getting too pumped. It's not because everyone's being irrational. I mean, it's a little bit of a massive secular tailwind for all tech stocks, but it's also, there's a fundamental thesis going on where Tesla's transforming radically in the past year to one of the most profitable automotive companies in the world, defying all expectations to grow in the face of a massive industry contraction. I mean, this is the data that shows that Tesla's a totally unique company, and this is an incredible business case study of uh, an electric vehicle startup literally defying all industry norms and odds. I do wanna clarify one thing um, that I was able to t- talk to Tesla's IR department today and, and just clarify, I think it's a little bit confusing, of um, the 3 prong cathode approach. Tesla said on battery day they wanna do three different types of batteries, You know, high nickel content for the semi-truck and cyber-truck, nickel manganese for Model 3 and Y and that sort of platform, and then iron-based um, for, it sounds like, the Model 2. And so, And people are saying that, oh, Elon just wants to do nickel-based in-house. This other nickel, manganese, and iron is going to be third parties. But that's not actually the case. They're just starting with the 4680 nickel. Then they're going to do 4680 in-house nickel manganese. Then they're going to do 4680 in-house iron as well. That is my at least current understanding of how Tesla's in-house battery supply chain is going to work. But I just wanted to throw that in there because I know some people are getting confused. But anyway, this is HyperChange popping the champagne again for like the 10th quarter in a row for Tesla because they are just growing like gangbusters um, and, you know, the EV revolution is here to stay and there's only one company that's leading it and it's Tesla. Um, anyway, would love to know what you think in the comments below. Was this what you were expecting? What are you reading in between the lines about these numbers? What do you got for Q4? Is Tesla going to hit that 500k? Leave it below. See y'all next time and have an epic weekend. Peace.